Good morning, beautiful listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Florida Woman Podcast. Today, we are continuing our saga on the horrible misfortune which befell sweet baby angel, brief, begrudging, erstwhile Florida woman, Gabby Petito, and demonic, shitheel, butt-stain, ass-wipe, Brian Laundry. Um, this is a, this is a series, so this is part two in our series, so if you want to get into the very beginning of it, get all the context you need in order to properly listen to this episode, you're going to want to go, whoop, last week, click on that one, listen to that all the way through, and it'll give you a nice little character study of both of these people, and today we're going to get into what actually began to happen to them, the series of events which led to poor, sweet little Gabby Petito's untimely demise at the hands of this fucking 4chan, like, neckbeard. He wasn't a neckbeard, but he totally fucking was a neckbeard. Anyway, you'll you'll see. You'll see. Just keep listening. Um, also, Minisode coming out on Friday. We are basically back to our regular programming. So, uh, kisses. Love you very much. Please enjoy the episode. So, in late September 2019, mm-hmm. a decision is made. Brian and Gabby quit their jobs and travel full-time for a few months. Nice. They drive in Brian's Nissan Sentra okay. from New York to California. Wow. Yeah. Making stops in Texas, Kansas, Colorado, and Las Vegas. Fucking Kansas. Why do they go to Kansas? What's, what's it called? Monument Rocks or something? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like this oh, national Oh, yeah. Park. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're right. like formations. Yeah, little I don't know. rock formations. I don't know. They don't seem that impressive. It's, I wouldn't stop there. I'd go to the Grand Canyon. So would I. What the fuck? I don't know. All right. Um, and they documented it all on social media. Now, interestingly, perhaps tellingly, mm-hmm. especially because she was savvy enough, Gabby was savvy enough t- with social media to make a push to begin a career as like a travel blogger, travel influencer mm-hmm. on their second cross-country trip, right? Gabby would not post any photos of Brian until March 17th, 2020, eight months into their relationship. Shit. Yeah. Not a great sign, no. dude. So, you know, then they get to California. They do they do LA. They do, like, Santa Monica Pier. She's got these really cute shots of her on, like, the Ferris wheel um, at the beach. They do... I think they go down to San Diego. Yeah. Um... But by the time they get back to Long Island, Brian asks Gabby to move down to Florida with him. Okay. They could live together in his parents' rental property rent-free. Okay. Why wasn't he doing that earlier? Man. Okay, but great. Good for them. It does kind of seem like he was waiting for Gabby to move back to Long Island. Don't you think so? Yeah, it kind of does. No home base, no apartment, just fucking hanging out until she decides to move back home. Yeah. I mean, they were friends, remember? He was obsessed with her. That's right. I do remember that. Yeah. Scorpio. Yeah. Obsessive. Yeah. So, 
great. He has this proposition, right? Mm-hmm. Move to Florida with me. I know we just started dating eight months ago. I know we're young, but we could live in my parents' rental property in Florida rent free. And guess in what? In tropical we can, paradise. We can spend all of our time together. So what is Northport like, by the way? Northport stinks. You've, haven't you lived there? It stinks. I've lived there. I've lived in Port Charlotte. I've lived in Northport. I've lived in Englewood. I've lived in Rotunda. Y'all stink. <laughs> Everybody up in there stinks. Is it on the coast or is it like swampy interior I mean, Florida? It's on the coast, but it, it, it's... Why is it the shittiest beach? Like it's the shittiest part of the coast. I don't know why. Because it's nice up. It's Sarasota's nice. Uh-huh. And it's nice down. Fort Myers is nice. Uh-huh. Was what's it, with your stinky beach? Why does it stink so fucking bad? Well, you tell me. What's what's wrong with the beach? Is it like shitty sands? Is it like... Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks. Bad, yeah, it Bad sucks. sand. <laughs> bad sand, bad water, bad beach. <laughs> bad people. Bad people. Shit. Yeah. Bad Man. town. Man. All I right. mean, you know, it's like... It's a town... Northport can't even get its own name. Northport <laughs> is just north of Port Charlotte. <laughs> that's why it's called Northport. Oh, that's it good. It named itself north of another town that fucking stinks. That's Port so Charlotte. funny. Wow, that's so funny. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. The I'm entirely with you, in babe. Northport. We're like, no, what do we call ourselves? <laughs> How about we just be, you know the town that's north of us, Port Charlotte? Why don't we be north? Kelsey Ann, I find that so offensive that you I use know, that I know, voice. I know. Okay, but no, to, to just to prove my point to everyone listening, pull up Northport on your phone, drop a pin. Yeah. Just drop a pin anywhere. I'm dropping a pin in Northport right now. Okay. What did we get? Well, <laughs> I dropped a pin on McCracken Avenue. It sounds like shit. Got a bunch of uh got a bunch of like swamp pines. Okay. And just ranch homes. Yeah, that looks like a wasteland to me. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. Do you see what I'm talking about? I do. This looks like Shitsville, Florida. Yeah. No offense to any of our listeners who may or may not live in Northport, but you've lived there. I mean, offense. Like, offense. (laughs) Okay, fine. I'm offended by your town. Totally. You know, you've offended me, frankly. I used to get, like, followed in cars. Like, people in Northport are crazy. Doesn't seem like there's a lot to do there. They fucking follow you everywhere. It's bizarre. Okay. Yeah, they see a high um, school girl walking around there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, All the but, houses look exactly the same, by the way. Yep, that, the that adds to like, the insanity. Yeah. The doldrum. Wow. Of Northport. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, all right. Okay. So, now, I'm going to, like, show you a picture of what their rental house looks like. Because oh, actually... As far as Northport goes, decently cute. Okay. Yes, that is a decently cute house. Yeah, it's like it's like seashell colored, sort of coral. Mm-hmm. It's got like nice landscaping, mm-hmm. palm trees. I mean, it's a ranch house, but it, it just, it's got like a charm to it. Yeah, and are you kidding me? You're telling me I could l- go live there rent free? I know. As opposed to couch surfing on Long Island? Yeah. Come on. So at first it's good, right? Yeah. And they moved there January 2020. Christening her as a Florida woman. Florida woman. Yes. They go to the beach, likely Casperson Beach in Venice, because it's nice. the only nice beach around there. Nice. I took you there, Nathan. Yeah, it was nice. Very it was cute. Cool. Very cute. Yeah. Um, 
But soon after, and reports are unclear, a few months maybe, I, I could sort of not find a good timeline. Uh-huh. But after the couple relocated, Brian's parents sell the rental. So a couple so months after they ass. move down there yeah. into this cute little thing that they don't pay for, they get kicked out. Yeah, okay. And not only kicked out, but like, they're in Northport. Okay. The only we can't stress it the enough. The only good thing about live their situation living in Northport was that it was free. Okay? And now it's they're homeless in Northport. Oh God! Yeah. God forbid. It's not looking good, folks. So they move in with uh, Brian's parents. Okay, it could be worse. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's like fourteen hundred square feet, four adults. They yeah, fourteen hundred square feet. It's not exactly four adults. the dream. They raised a like surly loner weirdo. Only child. So, only child. So I can only imagine what they're like. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. He has a sister. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But even still. Even still. Yeah. She has a sister who accurately describes him as a mediocre survivalist. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like I'm putting myself in Gabby's position. And this is just not what I had in mind when I thought I was moving to Florida. Yeah, totally. You wanted she had to never do... been there. She had never been to Northport. Right. Okay. She was thinking Miami. Yeah. Miami Beach. She was Something thinking like fucking uh, Key West. Not, I live in a shithole swamp where there's nothing to do. And now I have to live with your parents. Your in shitty the shithole swamp. Mm-hmm. Instead no. of doing cute travel things yeah. with someone like how so, I wanted to. So now, Nathan, I am going to pull up a picture that I found of Brian's bedroom at his parents' house in Northport. Please. Okay, Nathan, not to put you on the spot, but like, what does this bedroom say to you? Oh, I mean, single guy. Mm, Single guy energy? Uh Uh-huh. And we're like, she's having to live in this bedroom with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, This seems like a a single guy's bedroom. I don't see a touch of femininity in here. Yeah. We've got an American flag. We've yeah, got like a sure. G.I. Joe Got thing. a Darth Vader helmet, but they've bonded over yep, that. Yeah, they like Star Wars. Batman. See, you said you said Batman. I'm yeah, like thinking you're yeah, the Joker or whatever. Totally, He's got a totally, little Batman totally. poster. Uh-huh. He's got... Um, it Greco-Roman looks like Roman wrestling, it looks like. There's like a some sort of poster with like a... So that's his artwork. Bunch of guys fighting on it. Oh, that's him. Wait, okay. Maybe I just made that up. Hold on. Okay, let me... Right. Hold on. Cut that. Yeah, I think I made that up. Never mind. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, to me, that looks violent. That poster, I don't see it as Greco-Roman wrestling. Well, there's... I okay, see it as, yeah. like, people stabbing yeah, each no, other. Yeah, no, I see guys with axes and knives and stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely a, a brawl happening. Yeah, that's suspect. This, in this picture. You can see all of the, like, DC comics down on the bottom here. Yeah, totally. On the bookshelf. Watchmen. And, and honestly, his bed looks like a cot. Watchmen is another thing that, like, I think fucking pseudo-intellectual really? emotional teens read and go like, mm, I'm really special because I like this. Mm. Yeah, that's that's what I think. All right. Yeah. So they're living with, the, with his parents, mm-hmm. and it's not the dream. But they This research, bedroom is not the dream. That's no. for sure. But they research some like alternative living arrangements, mm-hmm. and they briefly consider moving into a storage container. The two of these guys do? Like a storage container on a ship? Like, I assume, like, Cube Smart. Fucking A. Jesus Christ. But it turns out to be prohibitively expensive. To says, live in a storage says container. Says Brian, the man without the job. Seriously. Okay. Wow, okay. And now, speaking of jobs, I want to point something else out. 
Uh-huh. Brian didn't have a job. Yeah. Gabby worked consistently ever since she graduated from high school. Uh-huh. Mostly restaurants, but more recently she was working part-time as an online nutritionist. Yeah. She had to have a little certification and everything. And upon moving to Florida, she got a job as a pharmacy technician at the Northport Publix. Been there many times. Wow. Northport Publix. Yes. And Brian, well, Brian occasionally sold bookmarks online for $4. What? And that was basically that. Were they at least his own illustrations? Yes. Okay. But just bookmarks, dude. Yeah. Come on, man. So in something, I just anything. don't think it's a I good mean, look for your man to not have a job. No, and, and you're living at his parents' oh, house. No, he doesn't have a job and he's living at his parents' house again, fitting the four chan archetype. Oh yeah. Um, but holy shit, he doesn't even fucking work. Yeah. Come on. I dude. know. So March 2020. Remember that month? Yeah, sure do. She finally convinces. Shit got weird that month. Brian to get a job at Publix, just like her, and he did. Okay. In the grocery department. Nice. Finally. Great. But obviously, that didn't last long because it was March 2020. Yeah. Now, according to some sources, it said that they both quit their Publix jobs at the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. So I'm not sure if this means that they received unemployment at all. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe they yeah. short-sightedly yeah. quit. Because I know like in New York and Illinois and California, those were the first states to like just say we're shut down. So yeah. everyone was out of a job and knew that. Yeah. But I, I wonder, I know it took Florida longer to shut down. So I wonder if it was like, think... ooh, COVID's a thing. Like it's happening. But yeah. like, you know, nowhere in Florida is shut down yet. Yeah, yeah. Especially the grocery stores never shut down, right? Yeah, I don't think Florida ever shut down in terms of jobs like that. Yeah. Oh, so they had to quit. They had to quit. I was going to say, ah, that sucks that they short-sightedly quit. Right. Like before... you worked in a restaurant and you were a server. Yeah. But the restaurant, like the restaurant never fully shut down. So there were some people who stayed there. Yeah. But it was only like two or three people. Yeah. So the rest of us had to. Yeah. The other 95% of the people yeah. who worked there had to fucking file un for unemployment. But yeah. I don't think that ever happened for people like that in Florida. Okay. Well, I was going to say it's a shame that they missed the unemployment then. Yeah. But no, because no they never had a chance because they worked at Publix. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Brian was a big quitter anyway. So it kind of makes sense that they quit. Um, he was always encouraging Gabby to quit jobs like yeah. all the time. And wow. hey, I love quitting jobs. I've quit more jobs than anyone I know. Yeah. Every job I've had, I've quit. Obviously. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but that's, the, I, I quit a true. lot of jobs. Um, There's nothing wrong with it. No. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, money was tight, needless to say. Of so course. now they're living with his parents, but they're not even, they quit their jobs. They're yeah. not even getting any spending money. Mm -hmm. Um. They celebrate Gabby's 21st birthday, March of 2020, mm -hmm. in Nokomis, which you have also been to, Nathan. That's true. Right I was just in Nokomis. Yep. That's right. And in July 2020, Brian proposed. Ooh, I didn't know it ever got that serious. They, yeah, got engaged in July 2020. Oh, boy. Just one year after they begin dating. Man. Quote, Brian asked me to marry him, and I said yes. You make me feel... Wait, hold on. This is on Gabby's Instagram. Yeah. Quote, Brian asked me to marry him and I said yes, exclamation point. 
you make life feel unreal and every day is such a dream with you. Wow. That sounds like a lie. Yeah. You live in his mom and dad's house and he doesn't have a job. Yeah. This is, this is social media for you. Fucking A. Um, quote, one whole year's worth of adventures and stories down and a lifetime to go. Wow. We talk about, um, there's, yeah, interesting parallel here because we talk about how Florida paints itself as one thing but is something entirely different. Yeah, and when people get there, they mm-hmm. lose their marbles because it's not what they thought they signed up for. It really is the Instagram versus reality situation. Like, Florida oh is... God. In itself, a manifestation of, or maybe Instagram is a manifestation of Florida. Yeah. I'm freaking out about this a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, it'll blow your mind a little bit. Yeah. Nice. So, speaking of playbook. Yeah. This is something that controlling people do, right? Yeah. This totally lines up. They have to up the Annie. Mm -hmm. Annie? The auntie? Annie. They want to trap you, right? Yeah. Like, and listen, I was in a pretty controlling relationship once. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a tactic to get you to stay. Like, they want you to move in. They want to get pets together. They want to talk about marriage way too early. They yeah. want to get overly involved with your family they and your parents and stuff. Yeah. Yes. They, anything to cement you there so that it becomes harder and harder for you to, to break escape. away. Exactly. And to imagine your life without them because your lives feel so entangled. Yeah. And they've absolutely. done that on purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just feels like you'll never be free of them. So this is just your life now. So you don't even think about leaving. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, you know, it's like perfect timing for such a controlling creep. He brings her down to Florida with the promise of rent-free living so they won't have to really work their day jobs that much so they can travel a lot, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Fell through. Now she's down here. Now she's being forced to live with his parents. And it's like not what she envisioned. And maybe she's even thinking of saying like, nah, never mind the whole thing and moving back to New York. We don't know. But like, you know, if I have to live with shitty parents, I'm going to go live with my own shitty parents. Yeah. But, you know, she kind of went with the flow and she's already in so deep, especially at her age. That's probably how she feels. So she's living with his parents in Northport. Everything sucks, you know. Uh, And so now their jobs are over and it's like, how do I get her to stay? Yeah. She has I no put a house, ring on it. No job, and this place sucks. Yep. She better stick around because now she's my wife. Yeah. yeah. The proposal. Mm-hmm. Brian must up the Annie. That's he has right. to. Yep. Yeah. So mounting money woes, all right? Okay. I can imagine. Luckily there was a solution to Brian's problem. What's that? Van life. It's pretty fucking cheap. Now he can move out of his parents' place. Still live with Gabby, uh-huh. not have jobs, and do it really cheap. Nice. And get dude. her to fucking shut up about traveling, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you can't help but travel because you're homeless and you live in a van. And what a great way to isolate someone. Not no only is shit. Gabby living with him, they're uh-huh. not even living in a house. And nobody knows where she is at any point. No given one knows point. where she is. She's unable to work and she's unable to go anywhere without him. She's all yours, dude. Crazy. Mm hmm. So, van life, just to brief you, I'm sure everyone knows what we're already talking about, but it's where couples, you know, couples make the commitment to downsize their lives and travel full time in vans where they also live. And most of the time, this involves filming their adventure for followers on social media. That's right. So, Brian convinces Gabby to take the leap with him 
She was an aspiring travel blogger, so it wasn't that hard. Mm-hmm. She probably wanted to get the fuck out of Northport. Definitely. So it was a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Now, the van. December 2020. Petito, so this is before they quit their job. So they're, they're already sort of, they have the idea of van life sort of vaguely. Yeah. December 2020, Gabby Petito purchases a 2012 Ford Transit Connect. It's important to note that the van is entirely paid for by Gabby and is in her name. Okay. Converting it to a camper, though, would require months of work and thousands more dollars. Definitely. So they embark on their little project of outfitting it, which is Mm -hmm. another thing that goes along with van life. is like you buy this shell of a van and you, you know, tear out seats, you put curtains on windows you put mattresses in there you, you you have to figure out where the kitchen goes i mean this it can cost as much or as little as you want it to cost basically this absolutely sort of setup. yeah uh-huh. so they're they're outfitting it they're trying to get it together and little by little day by day it becomes clear that the van is too small yeah that gabby had sunk her life savings into a van that in reality wasn't much bigger than Brian's Nissan Sentra. It just had a bigger trunk. So I don't know if this is a mistake of youth being 21, 22 and being a little excitable and a little short-sighted and a little under-researched. Probably. Could have been a mistake made out of desperation of just needing to get the fuck out of here. Out of my, my fiance's parents' house in Northport. Yes. Yeah. Or, you know, it could be the feeling of being rushed and only, you know, only having whatever money she had. I don't know if like maybe that was the cheapest one that there was and they were just like, well, it's a little bit bigger. We'll see what how it goes. Well, yeah, I mean, it's funny because I was kind of I was going to say earlier her whole life savings, right? She's only 21. I know, I know. <laughs> you know She's how only long... been working for two, three years. Exactly. How long could she possibly have been saving? But still, still. To liquidate a large sum of money into a van that actually winds up not being big enough. Ugh, that sucks. That sucks so bad. There's a pit in my stomach about it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So whatever the case, this was not the tiny home that they had envisioned. No, it's just a small... It's. I wonder what kind of van. Was it like a real van or was it a minivan? Like... It was a real van, but it was small. It was like a white van, like those Mm -hmm. ones that you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of area, it just wasn't yeah. wasn't hardly enough. Yeah. Oof. They had this like inconvenient row of middle seats too. Uh-huh. Um, that they had to like, you know, tear out, which yeah, apparently totally. costs like more money than you would think. If you can't do it yourself, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Guess Brian wasn't so handy after all. <laughs> yeah. But so the space in the back was too small, even for Gabby, who was five foot five, to stand up or lie down. Ugh. Fuck, dude. And and a single mattress would have filled up the entire vehicle. What? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, this is hell, man. You're describing hell to me. A place where I can neither stand up nor lie down. Yep. Where you have to crouch. Yep. Your whole life is just crouching now. Yep. Yeah. You're a croucher. Uh Uh-huh. You're a croucher now. You're a kneeler. You're a kneeler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So reality's hitting hard, right? There'd be no bed. Yes. So you you can't even sleep in the van. You can't sleep. In, uh, 
She There's can't sleep no in the van. There's no way at all they could sleep in the van. This is crazy. They had to sleep in a tent. Fuck. So they took the van places, and then they had to, they had to camp, put up a tent, Man. and sleep on the ground. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. No bed. There's no kitchenette. Some uh-huh. of these things have kitchenettes uh-huh. that come down and then get put back up. Mm-hmm. Some have toilets. Some have showers. I mean, that would be great. Damn. You know what else has a bed, a kitchen, a toilet, and a shower? A jail cell. <laughs> yeah, true. Technically true. I was going to say the house you were already living yeah, in. Yeah, your nasty mom's house that yes. you already lived in, you yeah. fucking idiots. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there would be no... Uh, wait. So all this said, they would need to sleep, cook, poop, and shower outside. Meaning they... You might sh- as well have a car. Exactly. Just have a car you should have just kept the Nissan Sentra dude yeah fuck so they do try to make it as nice and livable as they possibly could and so sad sad. gabby wanted to provide more capital to the van and you know making it as cute as possible yeah so she got a job at taco bell working 50 hours a week at taco bell jesus dude also working at taco bell and as a nutritionist simultaneously hey listen pretty unique combo yeah (laughs) She's more ambitious than she is philosophically consistent. Yes, or like moral absolutist or something. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? What? Ryan was livid. Quote, the idea of her ringing up burritos and jumbo sprites for other men really irked him. For other men? He didn't want Gabby to work. He wanted her to spend all of her time with him. I do not understand this impulse. It's so sick to me. That's so sick. Yeah. Dude. Relax. And he wants to hide her away. Seriously. I oh, Okay, here's another thing that I don't understand. I, and I think this is also a prevalent like point of view among... We're going to call him the 4chan icon, okay. archetype. Um, they, like, being pissed off at, like, girls for, like, interacting with men. Yeah. In any way whatsoever. Yeah. What What is that? What is that about? I don't know. Like... They hate women who have had sex with men. Yeah. And yet they all want to be a guy who has sex with a million women. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's crazy. It's crazy. Also, they all want to be this like like Chad archetype, right? Of a guy who like gets laid easily and like has no has no problem having sex and like um discards uses and discards women. Yep. You know, without a second thought. And they have no idea how horribly lonely and shitty and awful that type of life actually yep. is. These guys, I mean, they, they just have no idea what they really want. No. I think what they want is to be revered mm. Mm. over anything else. Yeah, I mean, this is another line item in the playbook yeah. is now all of a sudden, she's already isolated. She's not in... New York with all her family and friends. Yeah. She's in Florida where she knows no one except for him and his family. Yeah. And now she can't work. So now she can't yeah. even meet any coworkers or anything. Yeah. She, it's impossible to her. It's impossible for her to make new friendships. Yeah. It's impossible for her to have anybody who knows where she's at. It's at impossible any given moment. for her to have any experience that isn't him. Yeah. It's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Quote, 
Luring Gabby away from Long Island into a house where she would not need to pay rent had likely ensured in his mind that he would finally have Gabby to himself with no outside obligations like family, friends, or work to divide her attention. Later, a longtime criminal profiler would say he suspected that Brian's, quote, entire self-worth was rooted in the relationship with Gabby and that without her, he's got nothing. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Shit. Dark. Not like he was that helpful, though, in the work department, money-wise, okay? Selling his little watercolors online. Yeah, like an no egotist. shit. I mean... Egoist. Egotist. Whatever. Yeah, yeah both. <laughs> um, he, you can be a fucking artist and have a day job. We all do, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyway... Get over yourself. Finally, because he doesn't want her to work this badly, he gets a job at an organic juice bar... Now, Great. tell me where the fuck that is in Northport. I don't know. I've never been there, but I'm beginning to learn that it's hard to find one. I think he drove all the way to Venice for that job, but that's Jeez. just me. <laughs> okay. Now, we're going to talk about the friend. Okay. Despite Brian's best efforts, she would make a friend. Man. One friend. One single friend. Rose Davis. Rose Davis, her Gabby single friend. Gabby met Rose, a Sarasota native, thank you very much, uh-huh. online. Okay. Wow. Probably the only way for a 20-something to meet another fucking 20-something who aren't fentanyl addicted in Northport. <laughs> and she's not even from Northport. She had to go make a friend in Sarasota. <laughs> anyway, also online is probably the only place where Gabby could be free of Brian. Yeah. I don't know. No maybe shit. He, maybe I he's mean, checking her history or something, though. Oh, God. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. So she makes this friend online. Mm-hmm. One night, Gabby and Rose make plans to attend a ladies' night at a local line dancing joint. Okay. How cute is that? Mm. Don't think it's that cute? Not my speed, but okay. I'll, I'll give it to her. Well, Brian begs Gabby to stay home to not go. Don't go. You'll meet a cute guy who yep. line dances. Yep. But she was enthusiastic and persistent, and they got into a screaming match. Dude. But she grabbed her purse and she peeled out of that fucking driveway. Good. She was on her way to pick up Rose when she realized that Brian had taken her ID out of her wallet. What a motherfucker. So that she wouldn't be able to enter the bar once she even got there. <sighs> so she turned around. And according to Rose, Gabby's friend, the altercation between them escalated. Brian pushed her and she slapped him. Dude. But she did manage to break free, and she fled to Rose's house. Good. Where they cuddled or something. They did not go line dancing. Ugh. I mean, the amount of life experiences that Brian probably robbed Gabby of, it's just like, this is one of them. It's, yeah, one it of how, how many. Yeah. Well, he robbed her of every life experience. If what you say is true, he fucking killed her. But I'm saying, while she's even alive, he's robbing her of Dude. life experiences like line dancing. Just let her go she, he robbed her of the life experience of turning 24, you know? Yeah. This is fucked up. Yeah. It's as fucked up as it gets. So in the darkness of Rose's room, Gabby, Gabby divulged that Brian was tormented by episodes. Okay. What kind of episode are we talking about? Episodes in which he heard voices. Great. And when they were particularly bad, he couldn't fall asleep because the voices were so all-consuming and loud. Now, here's where I begin to wonder, do you think this is real, babe? 
Oh, ooh, that's dark. Do you think that's real or he's just doing that to like make her think that he's like a, a tragic hero? Oh, like damaged and like Yeah. Uh-huh. Ew. Yeah. Okay, well it sucks either way. Either if way. He's it actually sucks. hearing voices and having episodes, that sucks. Yeah. If he's It all sucks for Gabby Petito's personal safety. If he's an insomniac who rages at her and then just yeah. comes up with the idea to say he hears voices to get himself out of trouble and seem cool and deep. That sucks that too. That sucks too. Uh-huh. Yeah. God. So Gabby, Miserable. I mean Rose says this. Quote, he's got these jealousy issues and he struggles from what Gabby called these episodes where he would hear things and hear voices and couldn't sleep, Rose Davis told news outlets. Gabby had to stay at my house a bunch of times because she just needed a breather and didn't want to go home to him. Fuck, man. So Gabby confides in Rose that she and Brian fought a lot and that the fights sometimes got physical. Nothing, she promises Rose that it's nothing like outwardly or outright violent. Okay. And since Gabby also would slap Brian during these fights, Gabby blamed herself for these violent altercations. Yeah, right. God, that sucks so much. Yeah, uh, Rose says, he had this composure as a sweet, nice, caring guy, but you could tell he was a little off, a little weird. Like he'd set up our hammocks when we'd go to the beach, but he wouldn't sit with us, which I just found bizarre. That is so weird. So weird. Why not? I don't know. Like Maybe he's like, I'm not included, so I'm going to go over here. Yeah, or maybe, I don't know, maybe he was looking at other girls and didn't want them to think that he maybe. was with her. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe he was on weird online forums, and so he was doing that like alone. Yeah, I don't know. could be. Could so be. she says, um, Brian has a jealousy issue. I'm her only friend in Florida, to my knowledge, and that's not because she can't make friends. He just didn't want her to have friends. Yeah. He was always worried she was going to leave him. It was a constant thing to try to get us to stop hanging out. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is so fucked up. This is a type of guy. What type are you going to do? That's a type of guy. Yep. And she yeah. said that the couple never fought in front of her, yeah. but that she believed she could tell when they just had an argument. Mm-hmm. And she said that in the first year of knowing Gabby Petito, she spent seven to ten nights at her house after fights that they would have. Eesh. She says, quote, everything she did, I feel he thought was wrong. Yeah. And Rose even felt like Gabby was holding something back. Like Gabby Not obviously opened up to her yeah, yeah, and told her enough of this, mm-hmm. but... She would get this feeling that it wasn't the full truth. And she said, you need to tell me the deep of what happened. Is that a Zoomer thing? The deep of I what happened? I don't know. I have no idea. And when Gabby wouldn't or couldn't or didn't, um, Rose encouraged Gabby to reconsider her engagement to Brian. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Also. You have arguments that get physical. Yeah. That you clearly shouldn't be marrying one another. Yeah. Rose said that the two friends would share their locations on their iPhones to keep each other safe, quote, in case we got lost. Yeah, which she was, yeah, that is not exactly why they were doing that. Yeah, yeah. but Laundry found out and made Petito stop of course, sharing her location. Of course, no one gets to know your location besides me. Yep. Ugh. Dude, I mean, ew. Fuck you, man. I mean, this kind of guy just seems like the guy who's not interesting enough or kind enough or full enough of a person to keep anyone's interest, 
even this really nice girl who's willing to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. So he has to like resort to these like, oh, these like strong armed measures because he's not worth being around. Sorry, Brian. Yeah, no shit. You're not. Sorry, he's a murderer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, but like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. He's got nothing besides his ability to manipulate that would keep anybody around him. Booyah. Okay, we're back. We had to take a break. Um, I am now podcasting lying fully on my back. This is our new setup from Chicago. This is a brave new frontier. We set up the microphones in this. It's kind of cool, actually. We have these pod mic arms, and we got a, a Kelsey Ann sitting in a, like an armchair, and I'm on the sofa, and we got like on the corner table. It's kind of a cool setup, especially because I can now be fully... This isn't prone. This isn't prone, is it? I'm yeah, not prone. prone. Prone would be on my front, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay. I am. Um, Listeners, he's supine. lying down like it's bed. Supine. I'm, I'm supine right now. It's right. bedtime. Yeah. It's bedtime for Nathan. And Kelsey Ann's gonna tell me just creepy, disgusting bedtime, bedtime stories. stories. Yeah. And I'm gonna give color commentary because that's my that's my role. I'm Mike number two. Let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Now they go on the trip, okay? Now, they've done this before. To be fair, they have gone on a trip together, cross-country, New York to California, okay? You know, it was, uh, it was in his car. Yeah, it was in but her this, wheelhouse. They've done it before. But this is the trip. So this, on, is the tri- this is traveling and doing cute stuff with someone. Yes, that's cute what stuff, this is. Cute stuff, meaning... Getting killed, getting murdered. Sure, in this case, yeah. yes. Traveling, um, doing on stuff. June seventeenth, twenty twenty one, Petito and Laundry visit Blue Point, New York, for her brother's graduation ceremony. Okay. It's on this trip home that Gabby confided in her mother Nicole, not about the screaming and fighting and pushing and stuff. Yeah. But that things were moving too fast. Yes. And she said that she had been excited when Brian first proposed, but now she was starting to think that, quote, we're very young. And she even told Nicole that she and Brian weren't engaged anymore. They weren't? That they were back to being boyfriend and girlfriend. Ooh. What happened? Well, it's unknown whether Gabby ever shared this with Brian. Oh, I see. Only one only one person was ever told that they were, I guess, back to being boyfriend and girlfriend, and that was Gabby's mom, Nicole. Jeez. Told by Gabby. So I wonder if Gabby just felt really embarrassed about how all these things were going and wanted to like make her mom feel more comfortable about the whole situation. Yeah, I wonder. Ugh. He's such a spider. He's such a spider, and she's such a sweet little innocent little fly. Actually, she's like a ladybug, is what yeah. she's like. She's not a, a disgusting, segmented eyed, horrible housefly. You ever zoom in on a housefly? Yeah, they're see disgusting. what their head looks like. It's disgusting. No, she was Absolutely a ladybug. Gnarly. Adorable. Very adorable. So on July second, twenty twenty one, just a week over, just a week into their trip. Yes. Home, uh, to see Gabby's family. Yes. Brian decides that they're going to leave for their trip early. Okay. Two months early. Okay. And not from Florida, as originally planned, but from Long Island. Okay. Speaking of things moving too fast. Yeah, and I think there's something there. 
this point really sticks out to me, that they go to visit her family, and a week in, he goes, we're leaving now. We're leaving now. We're just going on a trip. We're going on a trip right now. That's so weird. You'd think there'd be like supplies and shit in Florida that they needed. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. So what, I mean, what do you think it is? It, it couldn't just be that he's like, okay, well, I have to kill this bitch. No, I don't think it was that. I think maybe he could sense what Gabby was saying to her mom. She was pulling away a little bit, maybe? Maybe she's becoming sort of a different person around her family, the person yeah. that she is. It's possible. Maybe she's feeling less dependent on him because she's, mm -hmm. again, with her family. Mm -hmm. I just, I think it was something to do with, like, him feeling that Gabby was pulling away. Yeah. That's just my guess. And when, when a guy like Brian feels that, Gabby's pulling away. Yeah, that's his nightmare scenario. It's his nightmare, so he has to get her isolated ASAP. Yeah. Get her in the van Get her ASAP. somewhere where she can't fucking run away. In other words, far, far away from anyone she yeah. knows. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, maybe she was, like, reconsidering. Maybe he could sense some. there was some hesitation all of a sudden, you know? Maybe he could... Maybe he sensed that she was going to say... Hey, I'm just gonna stay here. Actually, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna live Whereas, with you and your somewhere where she anymore. feels safe with her family, with people who love her and yeah. that she knows and that like understand her. Okay, here's another thing. This guy, I, I just I've been looking at pictures of the both of them, having been completely unfamiliar with this whole case until you started telling me about it. He's bald. Oh yeah, he's bald. He's totally bald. I forgot about that. It's fucking weird. Yeah, he's very bald. He for his shaved age. his head bald because he's that bald. Because you can see where his hairline is. Yeah, at the age of twenty-five. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. They're both the same age. I thought he was born in nineteen ninety-seven. He she is. was born in ninety-nine. Yeah. Okay, but he's so she was only twenty-one when she got murked. Twenty-two, and he was fuck. Mm -hmm. Dude, this is this is terrible, man. Holy shit! Yeah, he's well, bald. God, talk he about He lost like, the weight and then he went bald. He lost the weight. He still has the underbite. Yeah. He's got squinty, beady little eyes. I mean, honestly, he's not that He's not terrible looking. No, he's not terrible looking. No. I can imagine when he was fat, he probably seemed a lot weirder. But man, yeah. Talk about you've been fat your whole life. You turn into like a yoga guy. Like a cool, like rock climby, like he yeah, seems like that a rock kind of climby a dude. guy. And then you start losing your fucking hair at age 21. Yeah, unfair. And turn you into a killer. <laughs> Young, so, misguided youth like this. <laughs> so on July 2nd, 2021, mm -hmm. they depart in their Ford Transit Connect. Okay, I'm, I have to look up what a Ford Transit Connect is. <laughs> so uh, Petito documented her life and travels on social media sites, including YouTube and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And she described her interests on Instagram as art yoga veggies. Oh, baby. She's that kind of girl. Oh, baby. So in June and July, they visit Monument Rocks. They wow. Visit okay. The, Ford's, the Ford Transit Connect is a tiny van. It's tiny. It's very small. Yeah. This is not what I was thinking when you said a white van. I yeah. told you it was too small to be a home. It was, it was too small oh, to stand man. up or lay down in. God, that's so sad. But they so thought this sad. would work when they bought it. It is too small to stand up or lay down in. Yeah. Fuck me. They're in hell. Oh, that's that is hell. Okay. Ford so they visit hell. Monument Rocks, Great Sand Dunes National Park and Preserve, nice. Zion National Park. That's definitely on my list. 
Bryce Canyon National Park, Mystic Hot Springs, and Canyonlands National Park. That's cool. You know, those are all the ones I've never done. I've never done uh, Zion, Bryce Canyon, or uh, what's what was the last one? Canyonlands. Yeah, that's all that like Utah, Nevada mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. I've never been either. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, now that they're traveling through the Southwest and West in July, <laughs> very instead very of hot people. in September mm-hmm. like they fucking planned. Mm-hmm. The blazing heat, the pools of black flies. Yeah, were driving Brian to insanity. Well, okay, yeah, of course, and it's because they can't sleep in their fucking van. They're in sleeping shelter. in tents. They have outside. to sleep outside in the tent in the yes. blazing heat. And by the way, deserts at night, the deserts where they're at, they're extremely hot during the day, but they're absolutely frigid at night because yes. the um. Because foliage helps and and moisture in the air helps regulate the temperature. Do you know so what I mean? We'll get to the, how frigid it was at night. Mm-hmm. That will come back. Now, think of this. Yeah. They're sleeping in tents, right? Yeah. Ever present wildfire smoke inhalation. Of there were course. bad wildfires that year in Colorado, of Utah, where where they were. Yeah. And they were sleeping outside. Mm-hmm. So they were they were breathing in, they were inhaling smoke. That's I mean it's horrible. Which Speaking can cause of being in hell, like neurological we were just issues, about. Uh-huh. stress, depression, and confusion. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's so true. Um, we, we were just talking about them being in hell. I was just talking about yeah. the inability to fully stand up or fully lie down. That seems terrible. Yeah, and <laughs> you're relegated to crouching for the rest of your life. That's what I was talking about when I meant hell. But literally. They're they're in the blazing heat. They're surrounded by clouds of pestilent flies, yeah. and they're stuck s- inhaling smoke all day long. Yep. They might as well literally be in Satan's asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They're now, in hell. In addition, it's nearly impossible for them to keep their food from spoiling in the van. Oh, God. Yes, of course, because they can't be running the air conditioning all day long. Nope. So Ooh. it gets hot and it fucking melts. Fuck. By the way, I just found her official Instagram account. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I I'm, studied this a lot during for research on this episode. How weird is it that dead people have Instagram accounts? I know. At the top of it, it says like preservation or like remembrance. I think it says remembrance on see, there. Yeah. Remembering Gabby. Yeah. yeah. Man, I mean, that's kind of an interesting topic, don't you think? Like, what? it's it's almost better than a mausoleum. Like, you have pictures of. How you want to be seen yeah. as the way that you're remembered. That's so true. That's really interesting. Yeah. But man, is it... I mean, I'm totally against social media in all forms like for living people. But like, this is such a nice scrapbook. Now, tell me if there are pictures of Brian on there. Okay, I'm looking. There's one. I see okay. one. Because I know that there are two Instagram accounts out there uh-huh. for Gabby Petito. And one, I don't know if it had since been deleted but there you can still get access to it somehow Uh uh is an account that is her old account like it's for real her old account oh yeah so it has like pictures of brian it has like loving captions etc this is the one i'm looking at it has pictures of brian yeah and then there's another remembrance one Mm -hmm. that has all of that stuff deleted and it's just like so brian's erased Mm because it's like we're not Mm -hmm. even gonna I don't know. Probably yeah. her family did that. Like, yeah. fuck yeah, this sure. guy. Never want to see this guy yeah, again. Yeah, seriously. Um, but it's all the pictures of her and the places she went and everything. Jeez. Yeah. His face, his dumb face is all over her. Okay. Yeah. 
So they hardly can keep any food. Um, so they're hungry. And they posted one YouTube video their entire trip. Only one. Only one. Okay. Because she was getting it together. Like yeah, she's she was learning trying to how start to film, a travel blog. learning how to yeah. edit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Learning how to make a YouTube video account, whatever. Yeah. And there's this part where Gabby makes breakfast okay. and you watch her pour what looks like hot yogurt. It looks hot. Ew. Like it looks like it says it's Greek yogurt because I can see that part. Okay. And it looks runny. Oh, because it's been like sitting out in the heat. Yeah. Oh. Into a bowl. And she's trying to make like, mm, like she's trying to be like perfect like Instagram girl. Yeah. And it's not like she puts it in front of the camera. Like she's not retarded. Yeah. But she like, she she tries to pours it out. And I'm like, it's runny. It's runny. It looks like, it looks like spit. Yeah. It looks so weird. Ew, that's disgusting. And then she asks Brian permission to use a little bit of his granola. Okay, couples who separate their food. This is a big red flag. It's fucking weird. So weird. Okay, we had a You live in the that... same house. You share body fluids. Yes. You share space. Yes. You literally you live a in vagina. a tent together. You share one, one <laughs> vagina. One vagina for It's shared people. between the two of you. You should share your food and your money. I don't understand. If you are that close, especially if you're going to be engaged or married, yeah. what are you doing? Well, now we share our money. But yeah. I know couples that are successful without sharing their money. That's but true. But without okay, sharing their food. Okay. You have to at least me? share your food. Like a roommate, like one shelf in the fridge is yours and one is mine. That is yeah. so weird. It's really fucking weird. So we had a couple friend that got divorced in 2020. <laughs> and we, we found We were friends out. with the couple, like the both of them. Yeah. But it's funny that... We're like a couple, and they're a couple, couple friends. A couple friend. At, together, couple they are our couple friend. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I like that. Um, and I found out after she got divorced mm-hmm. that they didn't share food. And they had been together for like seven years. Yeah. They didn't allow one another to touch each other's food. That is, I was just like, oh, yeah, it's over. It's like, over. It's I'm so glad over, it's over. Dude. I had it's no over. idea you weren't sharing food. It's, I mean, it's preposterous. It's yeah. fucking preposterous. So she asks him permission to use his granola. Mm-hmm. He like kind of goes like, eh, like a little begrudging. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. And it had like bits of chocolate that okay. were now melting and stuck in like sticky globs to the side of this like clear plastic container. I mean, it's just dire. Oh, it's No bad. food can survive out here. Okay. It's too hot. So now as the trip goes on. You can't have perishables. No. And they didn't plan for this. They did not plan for a no. trip to Utah in July. Well, it's funny because it's like, guys, didn't you like think about buying a cooler and like ice? Nope. Guess fucking not. All right. We'll just have hot yogurt. (laughs) We'll have everything in our whole life will just be melting and hot. He had to go. He had to go now. That's right. That's right. It all comes back to Brian. Whenever Brian said, then they had to go. If they had gone to Florida, they might have, their parents, her, his parents might have said, why don't you get a cooler? Like they might have had time to prepare or plan. It was just time to get the fuck out of there. So now as the trip goes on, oh, we see that awful. on social media, Gabby starts off posting pictures that look more like she's on a solo adventure. Yeah. And, you know, Brian's her photographer, basically. Right, right. And then later on in the trip, tr- trickle in more photos of Brian with like yeah, loving so, captions sort of and things that. like that. Yeah. But on their first trip, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any pictures of Brian. Yeah. 
And then on their second trip, it's like it starts out mostly Gabby. But she's trying to build a brand here, you know? Yeah, I see that. It's her account. Like, she's treating it like it's a professional account. Mm-hmm. But I just think this, like... I just think of this particular instance a lot with this case. Like the subconscious is so powerful, right? Like, did she see her life with him forever? I don't imagine. So I don't know. It kind of seems like every motion towards permanence was being pushed by him. Don't you think? Exactly. Yeah. And like wiping Instagram when people break up would be so fucking sad in her case because these document her van travels and she's trying to get sponsorships. She's trying That's to get right. money in order to continue being a travel influencer. Yeah. She's going to have to post these beautiful pictures mm-hmm. of these national parks and stuff. And if she has to delete every fucking picture because Brian is in it, then that defeats the purpose of her trying to get this career in the first place. That's right. That sends her to... It sends her back to zero. Man, again, it's just him just weaving this web and trapping her like a little... Yeah. Little sweet little ladybug. Yeah. And like, you know, I could just imagine, I can just imagine the fights of Brian not being included on her social media, you know? Mm-hmm. The social media seems like it's the one area that was hers. It does. That's true. That she was the curator and the creator of, you know? She's 21 years old. I know. God. So, you know, and, and his subconscious, like, right? She isn't entwined enough with him. Like, he's not all over her social media. And I just think like, a guy like Brian would want Gabby's undivided atten- attention. That seems like it was the whole point of this trip in his mind. Yeah. Isolate Gabby. And it's foiled because she's connected to the whole wide world thanks to the internet. That's right. And her social media presence. That's right. So he is still sharing Gabby. Dude. Just, she, he's sharing her with Instagram. Yeah. I'm seeing, uh, God, that's so, I mean, it's so sick to me. The idea, the possessiveness that yeah. guys have over their women. It's, I, there's something so horrible, horribly misgrown about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Misgrown. It's malformed. Mm. It's a malformed personality trait. Mm. I was just looking at her Instagram, just like checking out where she was at different points in time. Yeah. She posted one picture from Sarasota. Yeah, I know. Like I looking that. like Lido Beach, maybe. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Jeez. I think this is a good time to talk about like social media versus reality, right? Yes. Social media hashtag van life versus yeah. the reality of van life. Yep. So this quote comes from Gabby on that one video that she posted on YouTube, okay? Yeah. She says, barely spent anything on the conversion and couldn't be happier with the outcome. Hashtag van tour coming soon. Sacrificing space to wake up in nature every day has been no sacrifice at all. A glimpse into our van adventures. After our first cross-country trip in a little Nissan Sentra, we both decided we wanted to downsize our lives and travel full-time. But trying to fit everything for two people into the tiny little trunk of the car, also spending way too much on gas, food, and Airbnb, was not the road to take. We quickly realized that we had to come up with a solution if we wanted to continue traveling and living nomadically. So that's why we handcrafted our own tiny van, a simple 2012 Ford Transit Connect, utilizing space and unique designs and features, creating a space for both artistic expression and distance hiking. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tag along on our journey wherever the van takes us. Follow our van life journey for awesome van life ideas 
tips, hacks, camping spots, and so many beautiful places to travel. Man. Yeah. She had such a big dream for her life. She really did. And really the did. more I'm, the more I look at her Instagram right now as you're reading this, I'm just seeing like how, again, because of the way that we've drawn these two people, I can't help but see it. But I'm looking at Brian's face in these photos. Yeah. And he just seems like such a fucking little creep. He does look like a little creep. He, he looks d- desperately unhappy. He looks like a black hole. He does, yeah. His, His eyes, eyes like, suck like you are, in yeah. and take you to the bottom. There's a picture of them kissing. And it's just like the most loveless, weird mm. kiss that I've ever seen. It's just so... Mm. Yeah, it seems bad. Yeah. So, you know... He does not seem like a, a, a charming or a happy or a charismatic or a magnetic person. Yeah. There are a couple that fights, right? Yeah, there are a couple that fights. Constantly. In a house. In a town. Oh, my God. Can you imagine now how much they fight two... in a fucking van exactly. or a tent? Exactly. Shit. And it was ver- barely a van. It's actually just mostly a car. And now, Dude. I also believe, I believe, Gabby, that she was indeed a free spirit and super cool and down with getting a little crusty. Yeah. But just imagine, right? Yeah. Their first cross-country trip was traveling mm-hmm. while staying at Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a different trip. Entirely. Far different. Far different. Now they're sleeping on the hard ground. Cooking implements. Yes. Showers. Toilets. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in the elements, like sometimes it rained. Yeah. In her YouTube video, there's this little shot of her. It's a downpour I mean, yeah. they're in the tent and she's like making it really cute and funny but like it's pouring rain Dude, everything you own is now wet yeah you gotta dry it out you yeah. gotta you are literally eating hot yogurt that you poured into a fucking dog bowl or whatever yep and i mean it's miserable it's fucking miserable even you're presumably like, shitting in a hole that you dug yes. not far away yeah even for like you know a hippie girl or whatever she's still a girl Okay. Yeah, she's a pretty girl. She's a pretty girl. Yeah. So just imagine the toll it must take on you. She's a pretty girl who not only she's not just a pretty girl who's committed to like, you know, survivalism or whatever. She's a pretty girl who wants to have an aspirational travel blog. Exactly. All of a sudden she's shitting in a hole yep. in the middle of Utah. You know what I mean? Like I mean, this sucks. Heaven forbid she gets her period. Like Seriously. What What's what are you gonna, supposed to like, do? Yeah. So inconvenient. So terrible. Mm-hmm. You're just dirty all the time. In a tent. Fuck. So, most importantly of all, Brian is messy and Gabby is neat. Oh, come on. Of course he's messy. Yep. Everything about this guy. Everything about this guy is unattractive, dude. And he doesn't wear shoes. He doesn't wear shoes? That's right. Like, ever? That's right. Oh, my God. So she's just fucking inhaling feet all day long. He doesn't believe in shoes. Why? He hikes barefoot. Okay. And then he walks his black ass, crusty ass, muddy ass feet back into their home where they eat The only home they have. The only home they have. the smell. I can only imagine the fucking smell. Their B.O., their oh, dirty clothes, his terrible. feet. His and he encouraged Gabby to do feet. the same, by the way. He wanted her to build up her feet. I wish she would have got fucking stung by a scorpion. You know I what I mean? Too. Like, what yeah. a dipshit. He wanted her to build up her feet. Build up For her fucking feet. what, dude? So the ground wouldn't like scorch her and she could also hike 
shoeless or whatever. Shut up. Just shut up, yeah. dude. Yeah. So she would humor him sometimes, right? Because uh-huh. yeah. I'm sure he's just relentless. And she got really bad spider bites on this one. Hike. Of course she did. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah. The tarantulas came out for her. And listen to this. So they're at, I think, Zion. And she's taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And this guy notices her. Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, how do you like those shoes? Insert name of shoe. I forget. Name yeah, of yeah. Shoe. And she was like, oh, they're great. You know, she's talking about how great her shoes are. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I work for REI. And she's like, oh, nice. oh no way. That's so cool. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, like, um, we'd love to, like, send you some free stuff sometime. Or, hey, cool. Like, let's exchange information. Uh-huh. They exchanged Instagrams. He was like, like, this is so cool. Like, you know, they talked about hikes and stuff yeah. and apparel. And then the next day on one of her Instagrams, REI official uh, comments on one of her Instagrams and says, looks like a lovely hike or something like that. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. But how much do you think that pissed Brian off? So much. Dude. Okay. By the way, I just saw another picture of him kissing her. Yeah. Look at the angle of his fucking head. Yeah. It's bug-like. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. He's like got his hands around her neck. Well, geez. Oh, God. Yeah. That's okay. that's foreshadowing. So what did he do about this this REI situation? Did he like... I mean, he didn't do anything. Get up but in her face. Imagine like, he's over there sulking. He's steaming. Barefoot. Another guy was like, hey, I'm cool and hot and I have shoes. And he's like, oh, that cool hot guy is giving her shoes. Fuck. Fuck. I don't have any shoes to give. I have to kill her now. So no one gets shoes now after telling you how messy he is, how he doesn't wear shoes, dude, uh-huh. all that stuff, the hot yogurt. Uh-huh. I am going to show you a picture of uh-huh. the van on Instagram uh-huh. versus body cam footage of the real van. Oh, man, I can't wait. Not like an Internet thing, like how it started versus how it's going. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, you're about to see how it started versus how it was going. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at the inside of her van. I mean, honestly, kind of fucking magnificent what they were able to do with this teeny tiny thing. Completely agree. Um, yeah, you said she wasn't able to walls. lay down. Yeah, no, it it says she's not able to. It looks in this picture as if someone her size would be able to lie down. I mean, but she'd that, have to be diagonal, though. Because yeah. this could only be like three by three. That's got to just be like a seat, yeah. I suppose. It's like it has a love seat. There's like storage underneath. Mm-hmm. A lot of like beautiful things pinned to There's the wall. Travel, like a guitar. Board. Yeah, mm-hmm. a guitar. Like a little like water filtration system or something. There's mm-hmm. like, yeah, just, you know. It's very cute. The The little throw on the love seat is like yeah. this bright like sunflower pattern. I mean, it's, it's very aesthetic. It's mm-hmm. very cute. I think it's, they did what they could with storage. It's clearly what she was trying to look like. Yes. I mean, like you could you can tell the van life thing. It's funny because the van life thing is about like looking so fun and free and cute and boho and like. All of these things are like nice. They're all nice and they look like sweet little hippie, but not like, you know, there's no, you can tell that there's no sort of factoring in the reality of having to shit or eat yes, or do anything actually real because the amount of space that's left is not very fucking much and I don't see any food in here. I know. Yeah. Now scroll down. Okay. 
Ah. Now we have a photo, like a still from a body cam, which appears to show the van pulled over, like, in the middle of the desert, in, like, it looks like Canyonlands or something like that, um, with the, the hatchback open, and that, like, neat, tidy, beautiful little boho thing has completely been destroyed. It's all over the place. Things are Shit not... all over the floor, piled yeah. up on one another. Uh-huh. It's in complete and It's in utter absolute disarray. disarray. Yeah. Yeah. I it's not even recognizable cuz I'm not I'm not sure like where where the seating area went. Like obviously there's no consideration it for storage. It looks like when you pack your life up in a U-Haul, that's mm-hmm. what this looks like. But like even crazier. Like yeah. if you had an hour to pack your whole house up in a U-Haul, that's the kind of fucking it would look messy better than magic this, this yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it looks like shit, right? It looks like complete shit. It's completely not a place where somebody could live. Yeah. You know, this is like, it looks like a hovel. It does. Yeah. It looks like you're homeless. It does. Which which you are. You are, yeah. If you are living van life, you're homeless. Yeah. You're homeless. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about the domestic dispute. Okay. The domestic That's dispute. That's where we capital get... Capital T, capital D, capital D. Well, I like to think of it as the domestic dispute mm-hmm. because everything could have changed if this went differently. Yeah. But it's not the dispute. Got it. Okay. It's not the incident, but it is the inciting incident. Yeah, inciting incident. Got it. That's where this body cam footage is from mm-hmm. of the real van. So something between them snapped on August 12th when Gabby retreated to an air-conditioned coffee shop in Moab. She sat there for six hours, working on building their van life website. Brian sat across from her, doing nothing, except for telling her that she couldn't build a website, that she would never figure it out, and telling her how OCD she was being. Dude, what the fuck, man? He wanted to get back on the road. After she said she wanted to continue working on the website, he snatched Gabby's phone and keys and left for the van, threatening to abandon her. Wow, okay, that's pretty fucking intense. Okay, now, the accounts differ. So, there was a number of witnesses who called police to report the incident, reporting slightly divergent or diverging accounts, okay? So, a caller told 911 Dispatch that they saw a young couple fighting in front of Moonflower Community Co-op in Moab, Utah. Wow. The caller said the woman lunged for her phone and the man slapped her in the face. Dude. The two then ran up and down the sidewalk and the man caught up to her and hit the woman again and then got in the car and drove off. That's what one caller said. A separate witness described an argument between a male and a female. The male walked away so he could calm down, but the female did not want to be separated. She began slapping him. The man grabbed her face and pushed her back before trying to lock himself in the van, but the female was able to gain entry. She dove and slid in through the open passenger side window, and then the couple drove away from the scene. Fuck, dude. Now, a third witness tells police that Petito and Laundrie were talking, quote, aggressively at one another, and that Petito was punching him in the arm. The witness said it looked like Laundrie was trying to leave Petito and take her phone with him, 
before she eventually climbed into the driver's seat, moved over into the passenger seat, and asked, why do you have to be so mean before they drove off? So three different accounts, and you can make of them what you will. I mean... I mean, eyewitness information... There's a reason it's not admissible in court, but I mean, everything seems to suggest that he would... I mean, come on. He tried to take her phone and run away? Yeah. Dude. It's her house. Yeah, it's her house. And her vehicle. You go away. She's got fucking nothing, dude. Nothing. She's living in a gas station. She doesn't know where she is. Yes, exactly. She's in Moab City, but where? You know? God. So they sped out of Moab. Mm -hmm. As a result of the 911 call, police are on the lookout for a white van with Florida plates. Right. Officer Daniel Scott Robbins, who was only nearing the end of his police training. Okay? How many times in history do you think that phrase has been uttered? Police were looking for a white van with Florida plates. <laughs> oh, too many to count. Yep. It's delicious. <laughs> yep. So they so, got the white van with Florida plates. Yep. Uh, and, and this officer was not yet fully an officer. He was at the end of his police training, okay? Okay. But so he had an been... Intern? <laughs> basically a police intern. Shit. He had been trailing the van for about a mile. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're going to read from the transcripts. Okay. Okay. Uh, Nathan, you're going to read both Brian and Officer Robbins. Okay. okay? And I'll okay. read Gabby. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Driver showing some obscure driving, possibly intoxicated, doing 45 miles an hour. Zone through here is 25. Ooh, subject just hit the curb. Correction, speed limit is 15. He pulls him over. Um, sorry, officer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You want to place your vehicle? I'm sorry. In the park and go ahead and turn it off for me? In, in park? It is, it, it is in park. I'm sorry. Turn off your engine. Go ahead and set your keys on the dash for me, all right? What's your guys' names? Gabby. I'm Brian. Gabby, Brian. Okay. What's going on? How come you're crying? crying because we've been fighting all morning personal personal issues it was a long day we were camping yesterday and camping got flies and stuff i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i hit the bump there i was distracting him from driving i'm sorry can i get you two to step out of the vehicle for me ma'am yeah just hang tight right there um do you mind if i take your keys and i just i put them on your hood you got it buddy I'm so sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. The officer separates them. You want to tell me what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. It's just some days I have really bad OCD, and I I was just cleaning and cleaning, and when we got back in the van before, I was apologizing to him, saying I'm so sorry that I'm so mean, and sometimes I have... OCDs and sometimes they just get really frustrated like not like mean towards him just like I guess my vibe is like shitty or like I'm in a bad mood and I was saying like I'm sorry if I'm in a bad mood I'm just really stressed and I had so much work that I was doing on my computer this morning what do you do for a living um, well, I, he, he used to work in an all-organic juice bar, but I just quit my job. Uh, I was a nutritionist. Oh, okay. That's, um, my job. That's cool. 
and I just quit my job to travel across the country and I'm trying to start a blog. I have a blog, sorry. I've just been like building this website and I've been really stressed. And he doesn't really believe that I can do any of it. So it's kind of like, I don't know, like he's kind of like a downer. And I don't know. We've just been fighting all morning. And he wouldn't let me in the car before. I don't Why wouldn't he let you in the car? He told me. Because of your OCD. He told me I needed to calm down, yeah. But I, I was perfectly calm. Like, I am calm all the time. He just really stresses me out. And I just... This was a, a rough morning. Wow, babe. Nice performance. That, that was great. Jesus She's Christ. She's really struggling. I felt horrible, horrible for her. She cries like that. Like, I mean, this is, this is peak anxiety time. Oh, God. I can only imagine. Like, her yeah. whole reality is crumbling around her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ooh, shit. And now she's in trouble. Like, she feels like she's in trouble with the That's police. That's the thing. That's the thing is, like, after this... The officer, I mean, first of all, he, t he asks her to step out of the vehicle, yeah, not him. Right, right. He stays in. He just says, put the keys on the dashboard. Uh-huh. And she, he, she has to go away towards the squad car and get interrogated. Yeah. I don't know if she knows at this time that, you know, Brian is also going to be asked some questions. It <laughs> yeah, really right. right now seems like they're just asking her questions. Yeah, they're just trying to separate the two of them so yeah. they can get both sides of the story. But yeah, I, I can imagine, psychologically speaking, it would seem like you're getting pulled out of the car yeah. and put into the police car to go to jail, basically. Yeah. So after that, that you just heard, mm -hmm. the officer tells her that she needs to get inside his police car. Yeah. Yeah. And that she's not in any trouble, but she breaks out into tears saying, okay, and it's clear that she thinks she's in trouble. Yeah. And, you know, she's 22. Like, she's practically a kid. She Yeah, she's a child. Yeah. I keep thinking that over and over again. Yeah. Also, just looking at her, she looks like... I said earlier, she looks like an elf. She does. She just looks like a, an overgrown kid. Yeah. And so and so he tells her, like, you know, I just want to make sure you're sitting in the air conditioning. Like, I'm not going to put on any handcuffs on you. I mean, just the mention of handcuffs. Yeah, you shouldn't say handcuffs. Is like, <laughs> wait, what? Like, that was an option? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh -huh, I could imagine uh -huh. being in that position being like, well, I wasn't thinking handcuffs. Yeah, But right. now I am. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, he just says, like, you just have a breather, and I'm going to check on you in a few, okay? Then the officer goes over to Brian, and I guess I'll read... Uh, Officer Robbins, and you oh, can sure, read Brian. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, yeah. And these are just little excerpts. Like, it goes on. This was an hour-long encounter. Oh, but man. But this is more or less, like, the juice of it. Yeah, I got it. Okay, Officer okay. Robbins. <clears throat> You're not in any trouble now, so tell me what's going on. Yeah, she just gets worked up sometimes, and I try and really distance myself from her. Like, I, I locked the car, and I walked away from her. What, what happened this morning is she's trying to start her own little website, blog and everything so I, I gave her time and we really had a nice morning and everything but um she just got worked up because we were trying to get going because we want to make arches before we you want to tell me about those scratches on your face she had a cell phone in her hand that's why I was pushing her away I locked the keys so I could walk away I said let's just take a breather let's not go anywhere and just calm down for a minute she was getting worked up and then she had her phone and was trying to get the keys from me I was just trying to I don't know I shouldn't push her 
I was just trying to push her away to go, let's take a minute and step back and breathe and see. She got me with her phone. And uh, want to tell me about hitting the curb? Hitting the curb was her grabbing the wheel. She grabbed the wheel. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. You can you can see how he has this whole story that he's ready to tell. Yeah. But it also like doesn't make sense. Yeah. He says, you want to tell me about those scratches on your face? And Brian said, she had a cell phone in her hand and that's why I was pushing her away. Yeah, exactly. That's like, not an answer what? to that. What, like, what, what are you talking about? Like yeah. why, why are there scratches? What is that? Why did she have a cell phone? Why did you push her because she had a cell phone? A cell phone's not sharp. It wouldn't scratch you. It's got like round edges. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like a weird thing to say, yeah. but they don't pick up on it and they don't, they really don't ask any questions about this story at right, all. Right. Um, so that officer chatting with Brian comes back over to Gabby and another officer who's been sitting with her says that Gabby's been hyperventilating and that she says that the couple doesn't drink. Okay. Because they've, the way that they were driving made the first officer think, think that they, they were, were intoxicated. Think they were intoxicated. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. She had admitted to slapping Brian. Yeah. And to punching him in the arm. Yeah. She says nothing about Brian hitting her. This is so typical, isn't it? Yeah. Even though Brian hitting her is present in two out of the three witness calls to 911. Right. So the reality of him hitting her is high. I mean, the possibility or whatever. Probability, sorry. Yeah, yeah. The probability that he hit her is very high. I'd agree with that, especially given that we know that it happened in the past as well. Yeah. Gabby Petito also says to the officer that she hit laundry first. Mm-hmm. And she also asks the officers not to separate them. Yeah. Okay. So she's been manipulated into this. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know how they do it, but they always get the, the victim to say that they were the one I who know. did it. I don't know how they do that either. I don't know. She don't was know. saying that all the way back when she was, was friends with that girl Was he threatening her? Yeah, did he say, like, I'll leave you, like, no one will ever believe you? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think maybe, too, like, because they had been physical before, uh-huh. I wonder if he had sort of drilled it into her head that, like, women don't get in trouble for being physical, but men mm. do. Mm-hmm. So if she mm-hmm. loves him, like, she is she is not to take tell me away. anyone under yeah. any circumstances. Like, he'll go to jail quickly. But you won't. And you yeah, won't. I think that's right. So you're not allowed to say that... I hit you, but it's okay to say that you hit me. That sounds like the sort of fucked up, twisted logic that yeah. like these kind of guys would use. So, by the way, the cops at this point have not listened to any of the 911 calls. They have not come over their way. Basically, they were just told by dispatch to look for this car, right? The yeah. white van with floor plates. Yep, that's right. Um, they themselves have not listened to They don't know anything about the accounts. case. Yeah. yeah, totally. Gabby's... Gabby's um, explanation of events does not match up with any of the callers. Again, witness testimony is oftentimes just very unreliable. Yeah. But it's interesting to note that a lot of them said Brian, it was, you know, it was both of them. They were Mm -hmm. both being aggressive or like, Mm -hmm. you know, Brian was hitting her and then she was slapping him to get whatever. But she says, no, I just, I slapped him, you know? Yeah. And that's that. So then they decide that Gabby has been the primary aggressor in her altercation with Brian. 
What the fuck? They do? Yes. This is terrible. They ask her about her anxiety and her OCD. Oh, that's something we should mention, right? The yeah. OCD thing. Yeah. I mean, she keeps saying she has OCD over and over again. I don't believe that's I true. I don't either. I don't think she thinks that either. I think he's told her that she has OCD so many times that she started to say it yeah. and think it. It's fucked I up. I think he's telling her that because she doesn't want his nasty ass feet walking all over their fucking bed. Right, exactly. You have your like, fucking you dirty, disgusting feet, and you make me take my shoes off and get spider bites. And he's like, oh, that's just your OCD. You're so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she's started to believe it. She's He's gaslit her. Well, listener, there you have it. Things are beginning to go a bit southwards in the old Ford Transit truck. So we got Gabby's perspective on the altercation that happened. Next week, we're going to start by moseying on back to Brian, getting his point of view on things. And then we're going to get into the nasty bits. Like, what happened to Gabby Petito? She went missing. Spoiler. I don't know if this is a spoiler. I, apparently, I'm the only fucking guy in the world who didn't know every little detail about this case. But it's fascinating nonetheless to get really into it and wriggle our hands like, you know, like one of those, like, um, you know, Halloween in your school when they'd, like, fill up, like, a bowl with cold spaghetti. You got to put your hands in there, wriggle it around. That's what this case kind of feels like, doesn't it? In an emotional sense, like we're get, we got the cold spaghetti everywhere. Anyway, regular mini sode on Friday. Uh, we love making this. We hope you love listening to it as much as we love making it. Uh, as always, leave a like, leave a subscribe, give us a rating, and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Um Our numbers continue to grow, and our power is imminent, and a... A new uh, change is coming, and finally we will establish our caliphate over the former United States of America. It will be, every, the entire USA will now be Florida when we're, when, it, when all is said and done, when we're through. All right, so keep on, <laughs> so, you know, if you want to be on the right side of history, you definitely should leave a like and a subscribe. You know, it's just, it's just the right thing to do. Make sure that we know that you're on the right side, if you know what I mean. Okay, thanks for listening. We love you all. Catch you on Friday. See you later. Catch you on the flip. Um, hang tight. Hang loose. Keep it loose. Keep it tight. Sayonara.